Welcome to Let's Review RN. My name is Bryn O'Donnell, and I'm a certified adult and geriatric nurse practitioner. I work as a cardiology APN and function as a visiting professor and clinical instructor for a BSN program. This is an independent production by myself, and I am not representing any educational institution. My goal is to deliver a condensed but robust review on topics primarily discussed in Adult Health 1 and 2 and some pieces of pharmacology of a bachelor degree nursing program. Over the years, I've learned that students have an immense amount of confusion and questions when they leave didactic, which makes applying what they are learning nearly impossible to the clinical setting. I want to break down the basics so that you can continue to build upon your knowledge and put the pieces together. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Let's Review RN. I know sometimes my episodes can seem sort of sporadic and not linear, but I often let my experience and practice direct me as to what I discuss for education topics on the podcast. I feel like if I have questions or a clinical staff member comes to me with questions or concerns, then there are others out there who need clarification as well. I deal with a lot of heart failure patients and managing heart failure on a daily basis, and I feel it is important that we talk about BNP and NT-pro-BNP blood testing. BNP stands for B-type natriuretic peptide, which is a hormone produced by your heart. N-terminal pro-hormone BNP, a long name for NT-pro-BNP, is a non-active pro-hormone that is released from the same molecule that produces BNP. BNP and NT-pro-BNP concentrations assist in the diagnosis of heart failure and in determining patient prognosis. In response to myocardial wall stretch, pre-pro-BNP is synthesized and processed to pro-BNP, which is further processed to the biological inactive NT-pro-BNP fragment and the biologically active BNP fragment. Both BNP and NT-pro-BNP are released in response to changes of pressure inside the heart. These changes can occur for many reasons, but are often related to heart failure or other cardiac issues. Since BNP and NT-pro-BNP are elevated in patients with heart failure, both are useful adjuncts in addition to clinical evaluation. So in general, BNP levels below 100 picograms per milliliter rule out CHF. Uh, The cutoff is 200 picograms per milliliter for patients with kidney failure. Um, A high BNP levels are less conclusive, but in patients with suspected CHF, levels of greater than 900 in 50 to 75-year-olds or above 1,200 in patients even older, 76 years or older, um, the diagnosis up to 90% of the time supports CHF. Most of the patients who do not have true CHF have elevated BMP due to severe lung or kidney disease. When actually measuring the concentration of NT-pro-BMP versus BNP, NT-pro-BMP concentration is higher in the plasma, and therefore it requires a different clinical cutoff point to rule out or rule in acute heart failure. For example, BNP has a cutoff point of 100 to 200 picograms per milliliter, and NT-pro-BMP is 300 to 450 picograms per milliliter, depending on the age of the patient. An increasing level of either BNP or NT-pro-BNP can indicate the worsening or exacerbation of heart failure. 
Testing BNP and NT-pro BNP is primarily used to help direct and support the diagnosis, as well as indicate the severity of heart failure. Although the tests are not completely interchangeable, they are not both ordered at the same time. You either look at BNP or NT-proBNP. These tests are used along with other cardiac biomarkers to detect heart stress and damage, which can lead to a slew of symptoms, but most often related with shortness of breath. BNP and NT-proBNP can help healthcare providers differentiate between heart failure and other disease, disease processes such as lung disease. It's important to have an accurate diagnosis because the treatments are often so different. Healthcare providers often diagnose CHF based on clinical assessment and also confirm this by simple diagnostic studies like a chest x-ray and routine blood tests. It can be tricky to pick up on mild CHF or differentiate mild CHF versus various lung diseases, liver diseases, and kidney diseases, which can mimic CHF. BNP and NT-proBNP are helpful in diagnosing congestive heart failure, and when these diagnostic blood tests come back, it is When they come back in the normal range, it's about 98% accurate in ruling out the diagnosis of congestive heart failure, and healthcare providers can then look elsewhere for a cause of the symptoms, such as shortness of breath or fluid retention. The last thing I want to note is that when patients are on guideline-directed medical therapy for heart failure, heart failure with reduced ejection fraction, which this guideline-directed medical therapy includes either an ACE inhibitor such as enalapril or an ARNI such as Entresto, BMP levels can be altered due to the medication. Entresto, a new dual drug therapy that includes an angiotensin receptor neprilysin inhibitor, that's what ARNI stands for, is directed at reducing the risk of cardiovascular death and hospitalization for heart failure patients in patients with chronic heart failure, so New York Heart Association class 2 through 4, and reduced ejection fraction. Since its approval for the treatment of heart failure reduced EF, a commonly raised question has been whether the treatment with this drug can complicate the interpretation of BMP testing results compared to those of NT-pro-BMP because Entresto may interfere with BNP clearance. There are limited studies, but it has been recommended to utilize NT-pro-BMP for biomarkers over the use of BNP when a patient is on Entresto. All in all, BNP and NT-pro-BNP are used in combination with both clinical assessment and other diagnostic studies to help support or rule out the diagnosis of exacerbation of heart failure in patients to ensure the most appropriate treatment in a timely manner. I hope that you all found this information helpful. Again, you can always find me at Instagram handle, Let's Review RN. Please let me know if there's anything you'd like me to come on the podcast and educate you guys about. And I look forward to being here with you every week. This podcast is for general information review purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine or nursing. The use of this information or any materials provided by Let's Review RN are at the user's own risk. This content is not intended to be a substitute for educational teachings through students' educational institutes or organizations.